0: Hello, and welcome to Mr. Mars History Podcast. Google Mr. Mars History to get more help with Nationals Higher and Advanced Higher History. In today's podcast, we will be discussing events in Cuba during the Cold War, particularly the potentially deadly 1962 Cuban Missile Crisis. Cuba is a small island in the Caribbean, found just south of the Florida coast. It was also almost the scene of a nuclear war, which could have ended the world as we know it. Throughout the 1950s, Cuba had been run by an American-supported government. However, in 1959, a revolution took place in Cuba. The US-backed government, led by a man called Batista, was replaced by a revolutionary group led by Fidel Castro. These events caused huge anger in the United States. The new Cuban government set about making changes in Cuba, such as taking control of businesses on the island, including those that were owned by American companies. They would also eventually become communist. All of this caused significant anger in America, and as such the United States wanted to remove Castro and the communists from power. America started off by banning any trade in weapons with Cuba. However, when this failed to make any significant difference, they tried methods which targeted Cuba's economy. In 1960, America stopped buying Cuban sugar, which was essential to the Cuban economy. Cuba then responded by instead selling sugar to the Soviet Union, and thus a new relationship was formed between the two countries. America then tried more direct methods of changing Cuba's government. They backed a group of Cuban exiles to return to Cuba and with the intent of removing Castro from power, potentially even killing him. This group landed at the Bay of Pigs in Cuba. However, Castro was aware that they were coming was ready for them, and as such those that took part in the operation were either killed or arrested. This was a disaster for the United States. As a result of this action and others, Cuba then asked the Soviet Union for military protection. Given Cuba's geographical location in the world, the Soviet Union agreed, and in 1962 they sent nuclear weapons to be based in Cuba, which led to the start of a major crisis. At the time of the crisis, the United States had significantly more nuclear missiles than the USSR. The Soviet leader, Nikita Khrushchev, could not afford to change this, and in fact he wanted to spend less on the military and more on domestic policies. Some people believe that Cuba gave him another way to pressure America. The of an experience by many people in terms of world affairs. There was significant pressure on America's youngest ever president to stand up to the Soviet Union, and stop communist expansion. The issue of countries from Europe involving themselves in America's politics was not a new one. In 1823, the United States President James Monroe had stated that European countries had no business interfering anywhere in the Americas, not simply the United States. This belief became known as the Monroe Doctrine, and JFK reiterated this belief during the crisis. When the United States found out that the Soviets had placed nuclear missiles into Cuba, they had two options. They could either bomb the military bases on Cuba, or they could quarantine Cuba, which meant stop any Soviet ships from landing. The danger was that either of these options could potentially result in nuclear war. The United States chose to impose a quarantine. This still led to significant tensions between the two sides, and war was a very real possibility. During this period, the Soviets shot down a US U-2 spy plane, and the American Navy dropped depth charges on Soviet submarines. In other settings, either of these could have been considered an act of war. Each country had its nuclear weapons on standby. Both the United States President John F. Kennedy and the Soviet Premier Nikita Khrushchev considered launching a first-strike nuclear attack and historical accounts from the time suggest that both came within minutes of doing so. Fortunately, however, this did not take place. Instead, the Soviet Union backed down and turned their ships around, and agreed to remove nuclear weapons from Cuba. The United States had won a significant public relations victory. As part of this deal, the United States agreed that they would not then invade Cuba, and they also agreed a secret pact to remove nuclear weapons from Turkey and Italy which some people believe had potentially been part of Khrushchev's plans fr- from the very start. However, recognising how close both sides had came to nuclear war, they then took steps to try and reduce tensions. They set up a hotline between Washington and Moscow, which would allow the leaders to talk directly rather than through intermediaries. And in 1963, they agreed to a nuclear test ban treaty. For now at least, the Cold War was still not going to turn hot.